postgame show coming up on the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Beaver Nation. Looking to bring your brand's story to life? Infinity Images has the solutions to transform your ideas into visual experiences. From grand format printing and custom fabrication to installation and delivery, Infinity Images has the state-of-the-art equipment and a team of experts to make it happen. Visit infinityimages.com to learn more. That's infinityimages.com. Whether you've been open for generations or just getting started, your business is your passion. For more than 100 On the Beaver Sports Network. From Learfield, welcome to the McDelivery Postgame Show, presented by McDonald's. Download the McDonald's app to start earning free McDonald's and great game day deals. Also brought to you in part by your local Toyota dealers, Dear Driver, Hurry In and Save, Toyota, Let's Go Places, and by Pacific Source Health Plans, going beyond what's required to put members first. Now, welcome to the McDelivery Postgame Show. USC 17, the Beavers 14, the Trojans scoring two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Their only touchdowns of the game, but they came through in the clutch. The Beavers had taken a lead 14 to 10 with 441 to play. Got the Trojans into a fourth and six, and Caleb Williams, who hurt the Beavers all evening long, with his legs, much more than his arm. His arm came to play on the final touchdown pass to Jordan Addison to give the Trojans the lead back at 17-14 after the Beavers had taken the lead on a brilliant run by Jemias Griffin, who ended the night with 12 carries and 84 yards and a touchdown. In the end, and a lot of folks were talking about, and rightly so, Jim, that if the Beavers were to pull the upset, they were not a heavy underdog, and in fact, as we well know, one of the narratives from the week, a lot of people felt that the Beavers would win the game outright, would <laughs> would deal with uh, whatever that uh, spread was. USC players rolling around on the field uh, at Reeser Stadium and rolling around out at midfield and the students booing them. Uh, they may never see this field again, and to their credit, they rallied to win 17-14, to 14, but they're getting booed off the field by the students that remain across the way as part of the crowd of 28,768. But the Beavers hold the high-powered USC offense to 357 total yards and a total of 17 points. One touchdown came on a short field of 22 yards after one of the four interceptions. So I feel right now, certainly for, for all the Beaver Nation, for the Beaver defensive players in particular, uh, and for Chance Nolan, who just, you know, on his final throw tonight, tried to throw the ball into a crowd. Eric Gentry Jr. tipped it. Not even sure who it was intended for, but that long wingspan of Eric Gentry Jr., six, uh, seven, one and a quarter wingspan, he got the ball up, tipped it away into the arms of the defensive back, Max Williams, and that sealed it. The fourth pick of the night for Chance, and the Beavers couldn't quite overcome all four of them, yeah. and the Trojans put enough offense together in their last two drives to win it by a final score of 17-14. to 14. Mike, it was really... An interesting story. I mean, we're the pundits. We know we we know exactly how it's going to go down. It's going to be high scoring. It's going to be offense versus offense, and there's going to be hardly any defense played in this game. And I mean, that's what the what the talking points were yes. coming in, and it was really the complete opposite. Both defenses 
I, I thought outplayed their opposition. The USC defense outplayed Oregon State's offense, taking the ball away four times and holding Oregon State to about mid-300s or low-300s total offense. But Oregon State's defense did the same to uh, USC, holding that high-powered USC offense to just 357 That's yards. That's amazing. It, it's amazing. If you would have told me before the game that USC scores 17 points, i say the Beavers win the football game. Right. But if you would have told me the Beavers turn it over four times and USC doesn't turn it over, I'd say how bad was it? Yeah. And it's four to nothing in turnovers. So the yeah. Trojans are now plus 14 yeah. in turnover margin. They have not turned it all year. There was one moment where they almost did down around the one-yard line that might have changed the entire complexion of the game had the Beavers been able to fall on a fumble down at the one when Travis Dye was dislodged of the ball. But Dye got back on it. The Trojans didn't turn it. And ultimately, they come away with a 17-14 to 14 win. A little histrionics from the Trojans at the end uh, laying down on the field turf out near midfield. Then uh, a fan jumped on the field and has been uh, put in handcuffs and arrested by uh, the Oregon State Campus Police across the way, whatever shenanigans he I, was involved I, with. i tell you what I did see. I see this guy in an uh, orange shirt sprinting down the sidelines, and then I look back, and there's a couple of officers chasing him. And then a, a plain clothesman, I, I think not an officer, with a real crisp tackle around the <laughs> five-yard line. Okay. And uh, and then the the officers were there, and the rest is uh, has been taken care of. And the ball game now in the books that could be the final meeting ever between the Beavers and USC. And the Trojans have owned the series. We can't uh, can't dodge that fact. This was just the 20th game ever played in Corvallis, the 80th game of the series, the 20th in Corvallis, the 30th in the state of Oregon, the other 50 in Southern California, one in Tacoma. And so it's always taken uh, a great effort for the Beavs when you think about the historical run for the Trojans here. They've now, they leave Corvallis with a 15-5 advantage in games played here. But boy, those five, Jim, were special, and we talked about it hours ago out on the uh, Beaver block party going back to 1967 and the first visit here and the ensuing upsets that we had a chance to call to uh, you and I together, not the 2000 game, Bob, Bobby Grimm and I did, but the 2006 win, the 2008 win, the 2010 win, the win last year at the Coliseum. And I thought it was setting up, Jimmy, tonight for the Beavers to come away with a win here tonight. But four turnovers to none. And, well, on an off night for Caleb Williams, he made big plays when he had to and impressed you, I know, in that process. Yeah, he didn't impress me with his passing. He didn't have a big passing day, but boy, was he hard to get to the ground. It wasn't enough to pressure him. You had to get him to the ground. And uh, But in the end, Oregon State loses 17-14. to 14, But if that's the number seven team in the country, and I think they'll stay in the top ten, then Oregon State isn't too far off yeah. from being uh, a top uh, ten team themselves because they, they played USC toe-to-toe -to -toe right here. Final score, USC 17, the Beavers 14 on a night. Caleb Williams goes 16 of 36 for 180 yards and a touchdown that he drilled in to the Bolitnikoff winner, Jordan Addison. They made the biggest play of the game when they had to and scored from 21 yards out with about a minute 15 to play, and the Beavers turn it over on their final possession. The Trojans survive in Corvallis 17 to 14. More coming up in our Mick Delivery pregame show after this on the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. 
17 to 14, USC survives at Reeser Stadium, and they now lead the all-time series in what will probably come to an end here tonight. 64 wins for USC to 12 in the history for the Beavs and four ties. USC now leaves Corvallis with a series lead of 15 to 5 at Parker slash Reeser Stadium, escaping with a 17 to 14 win. Coming up on our Mick Delivery postgame show, we'll hear from Jonathan Smith and a couple of players from the Beaver locker room. We'll get a full scoreboard update. Ron and Jim will take you the rest of the way. We'll get some highlights coming up in a moment. When hunger strikes during a Bees game, get your favorites delivered right to your door. Never miss a moment with Mick Delivery on our Mick Delivery postgame show from Reeser Stadium. The Trojans score two touchdowns. Their first one came on a short field after one of the four interceptions. USC only had to drive 26 yards. They did so in seven plays early in the fourth quarter. And that really, when I think about it, when I think about what the Beaver defense did tonight, Jimmy, the last drive in which USC had to have it and got it, 11 plays, 84 yards. So give credit to USC and Lincoln Riley and the Trojans, a team that I, I, I still think, even though they haven't turned it over and they're plus 14, it'll be interesting to see how their season plays out. The Beavers did a heck of a job against them and, and feel like they left a potential win on the board. How good USC is in year one with Lincoln it, I still think it's up for debate somewhat. They're 4-0. They'll stay in the top 10. But here are the rest of their drives against Trent Bray's defense. Five for 40 yards, 14 for 71 in a missed field goal attempt, eight for 15, seven for 41, three for 13, 13 for 54. The short field touchdown, seven of 26. Late in the game when the Beaver defense needed to get the ball back to the offense, three plays, two yards. The next drive, three plays, minus three. And then that last drive with the game on the line, the Trojans found a way. 11 plays, 84 yards, and the win. Mostly with Lincoln Riley coming out with uh, empty backfield, five wide. No tight end on the field. And now you got all those spread out, the Beavers spread out. The X factor being Williams himself. Because you have now five receivers you got to cover that basically all across the field so the, the, the field is spread completely horizontally, and you can pick receivers, but you can also run. Caleb Williams can run. And that's where they, they, they got their results. And then once uh, they, they started moving the ball a little bit with that passing game, then they introduced a little run, but back to the pass, and they ended up scoring on the pass. It was the passing attack that was sputtering, basically, uh, all day nice. long. Mm -hmm. But when they really had to have it, they went to it, and they got enough out of it to, to get the winning touchdown. And a great throw. I don't know if it was a busted coverage. Ryan no. Cooper Jr. came up. Was he just late to get there? He just didn't, he just didn't get there because it was uh, sort of a cover-two look where the, the corner, uh, Addison went down the right sideline. The corner let him go knowing the safety behind him has him as there was a guy who who came into the flat that the 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 shorter defender covered but it was between the two before before cooper could get there williams drilled it in there and with with the velocity the yeah. throw the throw had to get there because it was about a step 
where Cooper was, I mean, maybe two feet right. more, and Cooper is able to get his hands on the football. He really might have been his only great throw of the night. I mean, he yeah. wasn't sharp. He wasn't the Beavers sharp. Got him un- they, he was, the Beavers disrupted him. He was uncomfortable. They chased him around. They couldn't get him down. Yeah. He's gifted. He's versatile. He's talented. But that, when he needed it, made a brilliant throw. That was a fastball to Addison, perfectly thrown just out of the reach of Ryan Cooper Jr. in the nickel trying to get to the ball, desperately dive, couldn't get it. Addison scores, and the Beavers were not able to on the back end and lose it. 17 to 14. Before we go any further on the Mick Delivery pregame show, we want to pause one final time to allow our network stations to identify themselves. 10-second break for station identification. This is Beaver Football from Learfield. The home of the Oregon State Beavers, the Seattle Mariners, and all things sports. This is 1240 AM KEJO for Albany. We'll continue with highlights. Ron Callen still to come with his post-locker room sound. It was a delightful day throughout the day here in the Mid-Valley, a gorgeous day into the low 80s. Perfect temperatures all evening long for football, a revved-up rocker student section and crowd across the way. The Beavers had a lead with 440 to play, but USC makes enough plays to win it and stay unbeaten, and it turns what had been a glorious festive afternoon all day long into... A disappointing end to this uh, September 24, 2022 and what is likely the final meeting between the two programs. USC 17, the Beavers 14 on the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. Whether it is OSU game day or you're getting ready for OSU game day, make sure Dairy Mart is on your playlist. Sports Network from Learfield. Beaver football has been brought to you by Pacific Office Automation. Problem solved. PacificOffice.com. Make game day delicious and cheer on our beavers with deli salads from Reesers. Proud sponsor of game day. And by Oregon State Credit Union, the official credit union of Oregon State Athletics. Welcome back to the McDelivery Post Game Show. USC defeats the Beavers 17-14 to improve to 4-0, 2-0 in league play. The Beavers drop to 3-1, 0-1 in conference play with a trip pending to Salt Lake City next week. Before we go any further, let's get our highlight package in, after which Jim Wilson and I will pick out a Coors Light refreshing play of the game. Play action fake. Nolan throws for Jack Coletto. And Jack makes the catch out towards midfield. Play action from Chance Nolan and the Jackhammer used in a variety of ways, but not quite like that, Jimmy. The Beavers and Jonathan go for it on fourth and four. The pass is caught by Anthony Gould on the crossing route. Gould down the left sideline, breaks a tackle, turns it back into the field, and has a first down for the Beavers inside the USC 20-yard line down to the 19. Now trying to finish it on second down. Give to Fenwick running left. Deshaun hit on the left side, but drags the tackler into the end zone. Deshaun Fenwick in. Touchdown, Beavers. Austin Jones, the running back. Addison at a slot inside of Williams. Mario goes in motion. Williams to throw. Caleb again with pressure coming, and this time the Beavers get him and pull him down for a sack. Katan Oladapo sacking Caleb Williams for a big loss. It'll be fourth down and about 20 coming up for the first down, and Chance Nolan comes under center with Griffin in the backfield. 
Levin good over the ball. It's a handoff to Jemias. Runs left. Jemias to the five, to the two, to the one. Jemias Griffin in. Touchdown Beavers for the lead with 4.41 to play in the fourth quarter. Therein ends the highlight reel, and it gives us, Jim, a, a chance to pick out our Coors Light refreshing play of the game. There were many big moments on defense, crucial stops, big plays, but the Jemias Griffin touchdown run to give the Beavers the lead, 441 to go, and a good look at winning the football game, obviously, with a lead with 440 to play. That's brought to you by Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment, Made to Chill, 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, celebrate responsibly. The Beavers weren't able to hold in the other end an 11-play, 84-yard drive, really the only long, sustained, and quality drive of the night for the Trojans. The other touchdown came on a short field after an interception, seven plays, 26 yards. The Trojans pull it out and win 17-14. to But before we take another break here on our Mick Delivery pregame show, turn it over to you and Ron to take us the rest of the way through the hour here on a beautiful uh, early fall evening in Reeser. The touchdown play and the run by Jemias Jam Griffin gives us a chance, Jim, to, as painful as this loss is, and a lot of things to kind of sort out, clean up going forward, some key penalties in one drive, uh, some obviously the turnovers. But the Beavers may have found a guy, and they certainly got a spark tonight from Jam Griffin. They did, and the thing that sets him apart, you have three backs, uh, Martinez, Fenwick, and Griffin, but Martinez and Fenwick are similar. Big power backs, bruisers, and uh, Griffin's not. He He's listed at, what, 5'9", 210, and he showed an explosion and a burst, but he also showed some other things, some vision, and also he finished his runs. And so I, I think you're going to see more and more of Jam Griffin. He brings a different dimension to, to that running game. And also, you, I think this was the best defense the Beavers have played this season. They played uh, at home against Boise. They were very good, uh, turning uh, Boise over five times. I think I wonder how good Boise was. Fresno, you know, moved the ball, was very successful against, and, and that, that was a good offense. Montana State, actually, when they ran their stuff, was effective. But this was, I thought, a very good defensive. And you're talking about you held USC to 17 points despite the fact you gave them four extra possessions and sometimes right. in bad field positions. So I come away happy with what I saw defensively, and uh, I came away happy with the way this team competed, showed up. I, I'm not happy with the result. Obviously, the Beavers had a golden opportunity to win this football game, but uh, they didn't. But moving forward... I saw a lot of good things, and you mentioned Griffin. I think that might be one of them. The Beavers do fall to USC 17-14. to Up next, the Beavers and the Utah Utes in Salt Lake City. Ron and Jim will take you the rest of the way this hour in what has been a, a, a just a wonderful day in anticipation and just as beautiful a day as I've seen around here in a long time, low AQI. Sea of Orange everywhere in, in uh, Parker Plaza and in front of Gill Coliseum and the Beaver Block Party hours ago. We were all uh, a tingle with anticipation for this one. And with four minutes to go, the Beavers had the lead on the number seven team in the country and just couldn't quite close it. But it was a fun night of football in, in a lot of ways, Jimmy. 
and as frustrating. As and not to forget, with 45 seconds left, they're 20 yards away from at least getting into a field goal position right. in a three-point game. I mean, so not only, you know, at, at four left. As a mom, you have to know how to navigate life, which means learning to avoid stepping on Legos or being able to stay calm when someone goes through your makeup kit. There's one thing I don't have to worry about navigating, the healthcare system. My Pacific Source Health Plan makes it feel a lot simpler. With their mobile app and digital tools, I can access my information at any time. And the Pacific Source Network has the highly rated doctors and hospitals I trust. They don't even require referrals to see a specialist. Pacific Source Health Plans, going beyond what's required. Hey, Beaver Nation. Here at Mr. Plywood, we know what it means to build. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years, Mr. Plywood goes beyond building decks, storage sheds, and fences. We help build the community. We offer family-style customer service with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will help you with your next project. If you need hardwoods, plywood, fasteners, or help planning your next project, come down and pay us a visit. We would love to help you on your next project. High-quality organic food should be available to everyone at a better value. That's why Safeway offers O-Organics. Hundreds of USDA-certified organic products exclusively in our stores. From fruits and vegetables to chicken and olive oil and frozen treats to baby food, you'll find a huge selection of organic items for the whole family at Safeway. Food you feel good about eating and serving. Look for O-Organics products throughout Safeway. O-Organics. Organic for all. Come visit the OSU Beaver Store, the official store of Oregon State University. Our nonprofit stores are run by a passionate team of fellow OSU graduates and Beaver fans. We are proud to carry the largest and best selection of Beaver gear from the top brands. Renew your Beaver spirit in our stores today or shop online. Today's game is brought to you by O'Reilly. Joe Heck or Robert Berry. They have the experience you need to execute the game plan and score a touchdown every time. Visit taxandwealthmanagement.com and get into the game. At Lassen Toyota, we believe in going the extra mile by providing those little extras that make your life easier, like online scheduling so you can pick the day and time that's most convenient for you, and courtesy rides to and from your home or workplace. We even honor our competitors' coupons whenever possible. Lassen Toyota services vehicles, but serves people. Schedule your service appointment today at LassenToyota.com. Just east of I-5 on Highway 20 in Albany. K-E-J-O. 1240. Joe Radio. Research Stadium, pretty empty now. A few uh, band members and others on the field as we figure out exactly what's next and how the Beavs will respond to one of the toughest losses you'll ever get involved in because on the precipice a couple of times, you're thinking, okay, this could be their night. But USC had other ideas. Certainly did. It was uh, both offenses came up well short of their averages and their reputations, and both defenses really, really played well. And uh, in the end, it was just, I, I think, the Beavers' four turnovers to USC's none. Now USC on the season has uh, created for or taken the ball away 14 times and has yet to turn the ball over. And that's probably as much as anything the reason their record is what it is. Yeah, you got to be impressed 
at the same time, you're wondering, you know, the last interception, the guy had such size on, I think it was Gould, wasn't it Gould at the end in the corner down here? Uh, he had such size. He just controlled that whole play. Yeah. Because the pass was not where Chance Nolan wanted it to be. Yeah, it, you know, there was there were some bad throws. I mean, throws that get, got stolen and, and tipped and taken. And uh, over the course, I just thought that there was some pressure and there was a lot of length. And uh, I, I was impressed with USC's just defense all the way, uh, whether it was uh, in the run game or in the pass game, their ability to cover. And as you mentioned, the length. I mean, Eric Gentry at six foot six, two hundred pounds. He's a linebacker. But he's got a seven foot one or something right. wingspan, and he tipped at least two balls that got intercepted. Beaver football brought to you by Pacific Office Automation. Local people respond, local people make decisions, local people make sure you're happy. Pacific Office Automation, problem solved. Down in the locker room, a lot of upset players, so close yet so far. And I know that's a cliche, but that's exactly the, the, the attitude. But these guys are mature. And we're going to talk to Brandon Kipper and Kyrie uh, Fisher-Morris at some point here in the postgame show. I think what we should do now, Jimmy, we'll, we'll take a break in a minute and get the scoreboard going back at Learfield. And then we'll come back with Jonathan Smith and the two players. So before we go to, to, to break, I want to remind everybody that uh, Les Schwab's a proud company and proud to be a sponsor of OSU Athletics and a member of Beaver Nation. Schedule your next appointment at leschwab.com or just stop by. Les Schwab Tires, we're doing the right thing matters. Final score, 17-14 USC. We'll be right back on the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. Come visit the OSU Beaver Store, the official store of Oregon State University. Our nonprofit stores are run by a passionate team of fellow OSU graduates and Beaver fans. We are proud to carry the largest and best selection of Beaver gear from the top brands. Renew your Beaver spirit in our stores today or shop online at osubeaverstore.com and keep your dollars on campus. The OSU Beaver Store, supporting student success since 1914. Go Beavs! with Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system can increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage. Get Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner starting at $9.99 and earn 10 times O rewards points on your purchase. Get the most out of every gallon. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop OReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to Oregon State Football. Oh, yes. On the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. You can depend on Middleton Heating for all your heating, cooling, venting, and sheet metal needs. Have you cleaned your dryer vents this year? If not, call Middleton. Their trained technicians will inspect and clean your dryer venting system with the Rotobrush Vent Cleaning Machine. Plus, they can make any needed repairs for optimum efficiency. Clean dryer vents prevent fires, increase drying efficiency, prevent mold, and increase the life of your dryer. Give Middleton a call to schedule today online at middletonheating.net. 
fall. Hunting, camping, tailgating? A new truck from Power Pre-Owned in Salem would be perfect. Stop by today and see their great selection. Trucks, utility vehicles, four-door sedans, two-door sedans, convertibles. Whatever you're looking for, in whatever price range, you'll find it at Power Pre-Owned. With new inventory arriving daily. You can view them all online and even get pre-approved with their easy online application at powerapproved.com. And if you want, they'll even bring the vehicle to you. It's easy. At Power Pre-Owned, corner of Hawthorne and D in Salem. At Power Pre-Owned... You have the power. PacWest Wealth Partners, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial, is looking for advisors with an ownership mentality. If you are growth-minded, successful, client-centric, and goal-oriented, send a confidential email at PacWestWealthPartners.com or call Keith at 530-945-9641. That's PacWestWealthPartners.com or call Keith at 530-945-9641. PacWest Wealth Partners, with offices in Albany, Bend, Salem, and Corvallis. The fall means it's time for Oregon State football, a new season, and hopefully a bowl game at the end of the year. It's also a good time to look at that home remodeling project. If you need new carpet, countertops, luxury vinyl, or window coverings, see the staff at Corvallis Floor Covering. They've been coaching Beaver fans and helping you get it done for over 30 years. Stop by and see their showroom full of all the popular brands that you know, love, and gotta have. They're on the corner of 2nd and Van Buren downtown or log on to CorvallisFloorCovering.com. Shop local, shop Corvallis Floor Covering, and go Beavs! 1240 Joe Radio. On the Beaver Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Beaver Post Game Show. Brought to you by Safeway. Stop into Safeway, your exclusive grocery partner of Oregon State Athletics. And by the Barbers, where guys go for great cuts. Live from the Learfield Network Studios, this is the College Scoreboard. And from Master Control, I'm Mo Lewis. Tough loss for the Beavers. Let's check the out-of-town scoreboard. Elsewhere in the Pac-12, two games that are still underway. Number 13, Utah leading Arizona State 34-6. And number 18, Washington up on Stanford 33-7. Earlier, UCLA beat Colorado 45-17. And it was number 15, Oregon, ruining the party at Washington State 44 41 with a late pick six. Arizona uh, lost to Cal 49-31. to In the top 25, one game that's still underway, number 19 BYU is leading Wyoming 28-17. to Earlier, number 11 Tennessee uh, beats Florida 38-33. to And a couple of upsets at number 22 Texas loses to Texas Tech. And number 25 Miami loses to Middle Tennessee. Also, number 10, Arkansas, taking on Texas A&M, and the Razorbacks had this in the bag, and then this happened. Three to the left by the sideline. Jefferson right up the middle, dives. Fumbled it, and it's Tyreek Chappelle at the 10, the 15, tackled from behind to the 20-yard line, and still on his feet down the left sideline. Did he hand it off? He did. To Damani Richardson. He's gone. Monaco on the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield and the Aggies pull off the upset of number 10 Arkansas 23-21. Ohio State beat Wisconsin 52-21 and Alabama big over Vanderbilt. North Carolina State beat UConn 41-10 and number 6 Oklahoma loses at home to Kansas State 41-34. 
Beavers on the wrong end of a 17-14 score, but next week, it's Utah. This is Oregon State football from Learfield, and let's throw it back to Ron and Jim in the booth. Guys, tough loss. Tough one. Thank you, Mo. Appreciate it. Uh, Beaver football, by the way, brought to you by Dairy Mart. Stop into any of your 42 neighborhood Dairy Mart stores and get what you really want fast, real fast. Ron Callen, OSU Hall of Famer Jim Wilson. Jim, tough losses are hard to shake off, some harder than others. And the goal here is to know that, hey, you're going into Utah. You're playing a team you beat last year just like you beat USC. And uh, I, I think these players are pretty mature. They, they get it. I think Jonathan Smith has done a good job of focusing his team with that week-to-week mantra. you got one game this week. you got to get ready for it. He's process-driven. Uh, this time last year, it was maybe a week, move ahead a week or two. Beavers had a very tough loss in Pullman. Now they've got uh, highly ranked Utah at home. Hey, they weren't that highly ranked at the time, but the Beavers beat Utah right. last year after a bitter defeat in Pullman. And so, you know, I, it, it comes and goes, it seems like. And uh, I, I think they'll be ready. They'll be ready. It's I think the biggest issue with uh, Oregon State next week is the opponent is is pretty darn good football team on the road. So that's, that's a big part of it. But Oregon State will do their part. I, I have no question about that. You know, it'll be interesting uh, playing a early game, too. I mean, every game's been, what, at least 4 o'clock. 5 was the five. earliest. 5 was the earliest. 7.50 was the latest. I think that game in Fresno started pretty late. But uh, we, we're having some issues. We're going to try to get them resolved. We're going to take a break, come back. We'll ha- hopefully have the coach and two players as we continue the uh, Mick Delivery postgame show, the wrap-up show right here on the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Oregon Beef Council. First Interstate Bank is the proud sponsor of the Community Hero Program. Throughout the year, Beaver Nation has been submitting their community hero stories, and First Interstate Bank wants to give a special shout-out to Ramon Sendejas. Ramon is a janitor in the Environmental Services Department at Good Samaritan in Corvallis. Ramon worked the entire pandemic while picking up extra shifts to help the hospital staff in critical areas. Thank you, Ramon. From First Interstate Bank, proud sponsor of Beaver Athletics. This is the Beaver Sports Network from Learfield. I'm Bob Bending, and I know you don't have to drive any further than Wilson Motors in Corvallis to save money on your next vehicle. Here are my rules when selling a new car or truck. One, the customer is always right. Two, wear black and orange 12 months a year, not just on Halloween. Three, shop local to support your friends, family, and community. And four, you don't have to drive to the big city to save money on a new Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, or Ram purchase. Make your best deal today at Wilson Motors Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, 5th and Buchanan in Corvallis, or online at saveitwilson.com. 
Now's the time to get a great deal on selected Kubota compact tractors. Kubota compact tractors are easy to operate and are rated number one in durability and owner experience. Save up to $1,100 plus pay nothing down and 0% APR for up to 48 months. Now through September 30th, see Lynn Benton Tractor in Tangent or go to KubotaUSA.com. We're still doing business the American way. 1240, Joe Radio. Research Stadium, as loud as I've heard it in recent years tonight, uh, the crowd was outstanding. The fans were into it. They were frenzied. The students were out of control, Jim, but uh, they really wanted the end result. They didn't get it. So a quiet night as, uh, hey, uh, Beavs are 3-1. and one. Tough opener, but... Uh, one thing one of the players said, Kyrie uh, Fisher-Morris says, says, we want to play him again this year. You know what that would mean. Yeah, I, I think the only way they play again this year is in the, in the Pac-12 championship game, which does not necessarily have to be a north versus a, a south. It's just right. the two top teams in the, uh, in the conference. I will say this, Ron. Um, you, think, you talk about this. It was very even. Just the there's only one statistic that was not even, and that's turnovers. But you you look at the after after one the score after one quarter, the score was zero to zero. After one half, the score was seven to three Oregon State, and after three quarters, the the score was still seven three Oregon State, and the final score was seventeen fourteen USC. And you look up and down uh, first downs USC twenty one to eighteen. The Beavers had 153 yards rushing and 167 yards passing for 320 total yards. USC had 177 yards rushing and 180 yards passing for 357 total yards. But that's given four extra opportunities, so that is very close. Third downs, USC had far more third down tries, 9 for 18, Oregon State 5 for 13. Fourth down conversions. Uh, USC two for three. If they would have been one for three, Oregon State would have won the football game. Oregon State was one for one on fourth down. Red zone, Beavers two for three because they got into the red zone and then the holding penalty pushed them out of the red zone and they missed a field goal on that opportunity. And red zone, USC was one for two. Jemias Griffin was the leading rusher for Oregon State, 12, 12 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown chance was seven for 29 for 167 yards and, and the big four interceptions. Tyshawn Lindsey led the team in uh, receiving uh, tonight. Five car- uh, five catches, 44 yards. Anthony Gould had four catches. Trishon Harrison had three. Silas Bolden had two. Uh, Jack Coletto had one. And I know uh, Jack Belling, the true freshman tight end, had one. Uh, in case you forgot, Chance Nolan punted the ball once for 40 yards. And if he Great kicked effort. it 41 yards, it would have been a touchback. <laughs> it was a, It was a thing of beauty, Oregon State. Uh, there was there were some fun things uh, on the defensive side. Uh, Omar Spates led the team in tackles with eight, but what I was in uh, actually Keaton Oladapo had seven and a sack. But the guy that really caught my eye, there's a few, but the guy who caught my eye was Sione Lolahea. I really like his movement. He had five tackles, but three of them were uh, solo tackles, one and a half tackles for loss. He forced a fumble. And he was just kind of chasing Caleb Williams all day long. And generally speaking, I thought the Beaver defensive backfield played well. Beaver football, of course, uh, one of our great sponsors is P3 Health Partners. 
Oregon State Athletics wants to thank P3 Health Partners for its continued support of OSU Athletics. So now I think we may have a chance to listen to at least one well, of Well, I was stalling there, Ron. I was waiting. Hey, you did a good job. <laughs> uh, Kyrie uh, Fisher-Morris, passionate afterwards and determined that this will not uh, cause long-term problems for the Bees. Here we go. Well, uh, a heck of a game. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take a little while to get behind it, but you got it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're already in the, in the locker room talking about, hey, we're going to see him again. You know, hey, we're going to answer and we're going to play hard and we're going to get the job done next time, you know. So we're, it was a tough loss and it hurts. It hurts bad. You know, it stings so bad. But like I said in there, you know, we're going to lean on each other as, as a team, you know, as a family, and we're going to get past this and we're going to make it happen. I mean, this was a dynamic game. Well, uh, a heck of a game. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take a little while to get behind it, but you got it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're already in the, in the locker room talking about, hey, we're going to see him again. You know, hey, we're going to answer and we're going to play hard and we're going to get the job done next time, you know. So we're, it was a tough loss and it hurts. It hurts bad. You know, it stings so bad. But like I said in there, you know, we're going to lean on each other as, as a team, you know, as a family. And we're going to get past this and we're going to make it happen. I mean, this was a dynamic game for the defense. I mean, you guys really shut down, you know, a team that had been averaging 50 points a game, and they had to struggle to get to that 17. Man, Coach Bray had an amazing scheme for us, you know, and that all our focus was on doing our job, details, and technique, just like we always talk about, fall camp, game one, game two, game three, game four, same thing. So every single week we're focused on our details and technique, and, you know, any scheme that Coach Bray puts on, we're confident that it's going to get the job done. You know, we just fell a little short tonight. There's a chance you could see him again. Hey, we're going to be ready for it, too. <laughs> we're going to be ready. We're excited, you know, to get back to that opportunity, you know. So, overall, were you proud of your defense, the way they hung in there and played? And hey, the def I mean, the offense had some great moments, but the turnovers did hurt. I mean, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm proud of this whole team, man. You know, I mean, just everybody picking each other up, you know, in the tough moments. You know, defense, of course, I'm, I'm proud of them. Offense, I'm proud of them. You know, special teams, I'm proud of them as well, you know, because we got to this point together. You know, we're not, because we face a lot of adversity, going to fall off. Oh, you know, forget these guys. Forget those. It's all us defense. No, we're, we're together as a team. I'm proud of all those guys, for real. Kyrie, appreciate the time, and we'll see you in Salt Lake. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, man. Fisher Morris, uh, pretty passionate about, you know, hey, we're together. We're a family. We're a team, and tough night, but we got to get back on it. He speaks well. He, he does. does. I mean, and, and, he, and I think passion was a good word he used. Uh, another well-spoken player is uh, number 68 on the offensive side, uh, Brandon Kipper. He was made available after the game, and uh, here's a short conversation with him. Well, Brandon, this one obviously hurts and hurts bad right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I said before the game, it would be one we'll never forget. And I wasn't wrong. Yeah. Offense had some great moments, had some big plays. Um, turnovers, kind of the difference, really. Yeah, turnovers and penalties. Um, shooting ourselves in the foot, man. Um, I feel like we had a really good game plan. Uh, I feel like at times we executed it really well. But in key moments, I think that we uh, shot ourselves in the foot. And I, you just when you're playing a good team like that, you can't recover from those. Defense had a great night, holding them to, phenomenal. it turns out, 17 points. Yeah, phenomenal night by the defense. Um, proud of those boys. They continue to work, continue to grind. Um, I feel like as an offense, we got to do them the respect of doing the same, showing up and executing when it matters. Um, we put them in some tough situations, and they held out. Uh, yeah. So, I mean... What do you do with it? You just, hey, we got to put it behind you. You got another big game next week. Go to Salt Lake. Take on a team you beat last year as well. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, 
The thing is, win or lose, we were, it's going to be the same thing tomorrow. We've got to correct and improve. Um, had we won that game, I think there would have been just as much to correct upon. So, obviously, this one's going to hurt. Um, hope we get to see them again. But ultimately, you've got to watch the film, learn from it, um, and move on to the next. If we continue to harp on this one, not focus on the next one, then it's going to continue to happen. So, it's time to move on. Brandon, thank you. Yeah. When you think about that offense um, and, and how successful they were in so many levels, just the four interceptions, just tough. Was you think there was forcing the ball? Do you think it was USC athleticism on a couple of the plays, Jimmy? Oh, you know, a, a couple of them um, were decisions. I think the the long ball was it, it was first down, and so you're kind of throwing a jump ball. You hope your receiver can make a play, but the defensive back it ends up intercepting. Uh, and then two of the ones, I, I felt like he was sort of on his back foot, uh, pressured late over the middle. And, you know, you've been hearing it since you've been watching football, you know, late over the middle, bad idea. And that's was a couple of them. And uh, another one just sort of a just not a great throw. And, again, pressure, back foot. So um, it happens. I mean, it, it, it happens in split-second timing down there for chance. I mean, it's that's how fast it is. And, right. and um, it just didn't. It, it just didn't go that uh, the Beavers' way on 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 those, and and give USC credit. I mean, those guys, they they guarded well. You know, I thought the receivers in many cases played good football, but in some cases the defensive backs just outplayed them. You know, and that just the same way in many cases, the Oregon State secondary oh was fantastic. They were excellent. You know, let's. Uh, one more trip to the locker room. Let's get the head coach, Jonathan Smith, his take on what happened tonight. Well, coach, uh, a tough loss. No way to get around it. Um, at the same time, you got to really be proud of the way this team fought. Yeah, yeah there, the effort was there, for, obviously, for 60 minutes. It's a good football team. Uh, you know, our locker room currently, they, yeah, this one hurts. There's no, no other way to say it. Um, it is, you know, game one of a conference that we got to eat more. Um, Appreciate a crowd that I think helped us a bunch, especially on defense. Awesome effort by our defense. Um, back and forth, back and forth game that, you know, they finished and we didn't. Their defense made the, the big plays, which included, the, um, you know, the turnovers, which just, that just was a gut punch. There's no question. We got to, you know, take care of the ball, get in some better situations. Uh, offensively, we hurt ourselves again on the penalty end. Uh, and yeah, we can't obviously turn it over like we did. And, and gain none, and you're not going to win many games. Yeah, uh, defensively, how proud are you? I mean, the, the, the plan, I mean, you really bottled them up, especially uh, after halftime for a while there. The running game that was going nowhere for them. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a great effort by those guys flying around, um, changing the looks, trying to pressure the quarterback, and, and the crowd made a difference on that end. They played for, you know, 50, 59 minutes. Um, so, yeah, really proud of that group. So, I mean, no time. I mean, you've got to, you know, there's a process you guys go through each week, and I'm sure you'll be right back in there. And here, here comes a team that you beat last year, and you've got to take them on in their place. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, this is a first game of a conference schedule. And, yeah, each week's going to present a new challenge. And, we'll obviously, we'll dive heavy into this film and, and learn from it. And then we move forward. Jonathan, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Here we go, you know. I mean, he, he was obviously, you know, he was very disappointed. Yeah, you know, just like, you know, in two cities in the Northwest, there's some fans who are really disappointed.
when they had victory snatched away from them in the last moments. Yeah, the games were similar. I yeah. mean, it, it was uh, a lot of points at the end in Pullman, and I think there was 28 points scored in the last three minutes and 48 seconds. And in this game, there was uh, seven points scored in the last, whatever, four minutes and 41 seconds, and that was enough. That was in, a, in a game that defense won the day on both sides, uh, both teams, come away feeling like, hey, our defense played good football. We feel good about our defense. And, but, you know, we, we've got to clean things up and figure out how to put more points on the board. USC saying that, I guarantee you. Right. And, and as, as are the Beavers. So next Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. in Salt Lake City, and then the kickoff at noon. So an early start uh, for the folks here in uh, Pacific time zone, 11 a.m. kickoff. It'll be the Beavs at Utah, Rice-Eccles Stadium. I've seen some great games there over the years, and I expect this one to be pretty darn intense. It's going to be a good game, and, and what Utah presents as a challenge is they're always physical, on both sides of the ball, they always play good special teams, and they always seem to be a well quarterback game away from from being very, very tough to beat. And they are getting good quarterback play. And one of the challenges that Cameron Rising presents is the same challenge Caleb Williams presents. He's a very good runner. He's physical, but he's fast, and he's not as elusive as Caleb Williams. Not near as elusive. That's what surprised me about Williams. He's big and strong, and he is fast, but he's elusive. And he's just hard to get a hold of. And Beavers had him. You know, Lolo Hay had him in his hands a couple times. And this guy was just had a way of of getting away. But Rising is more of a – they'll use him as a downhill runner in the zone run game. And uh, But he's come around as a passer. And it's going to be a challenge. There's no question. But Oregon State is – they're ready. I mean, like I said, I think earlier, Ron, uh, when when you were down in the locker room, if – the USC is the seventh best team in the country. If they're the seventh ranked team in the country, how far behind them is Oregon State? I mean, how yeah. you know? Yeah, they're, no, no, they they proved that they belong, and now you know, they can put, get through that. You know, the, they were so close. If they can just continue to improve, who knows where they might be come late November, early December? Yeah, that'll do it from Reeser Stadium. Uh, exciting night, disappointing finish for Beaver fans. Once again, the final score. USC 17, Oregon State 14. For Sam Updegrove, for Mike Shacker, for Mike Parker, Jim Wilson, I'm Ron Callen. Good night from Corvallis. On the Beaver Sports Network, from Learfield, Beaver football has been brought to you by Day Wireless Systems, where a lot happens in a day. Mr. Plywood, we would love to help you on your next project. And by Barbasol Shaving Cream. You're looking good, America. You're shaving with Barbasol. Close shave, America. Close shave, Barbasol. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Beaver Sports Network.